What's Up Whittier? Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. Hey guys, producer Christine here with this week's Community Cork Board announcements. Every Friday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m., we have the Whittier Farmer's Market on the corner of Philadelphia and Bright. Next up, we have Under the Orange Tree. This Wednesday, October 18th from 3 p.m. to 4 p.m., all children are welcome to listen to stories read by Grandma Jean. At the Whitwood Library under the Orange Tree, check out the description for the address and for more information on that and for a link to the library calendar. On Saturday, October 28th, be sure to join the 2017 Whittier Spooktacular 5K Race and Walk. This unique course consists of a slight incline for the first half of the race with the second half of the race downhill. Prize money for top male and female 5K finishers. Also, early packet pickup will be 12 to 5 p.m. on that Friday at the Whittier Community Center located at 7630 Washington Avenue. On race day, registration opens at 6.30 a.m. The 5K run walk is at 8 a.m. At 7.30, we have the Creepy Crawly Half Mile Dash for those 12 and under. At 9.30 is the costume contest. And at 9.45 is the award ceremony and opportunity drawing. Don't forget to go to active.com to sign up for your chance to join with your community today. Also, don't forget Halloween Capers, it's just a jump to the left, hosted by the Whittier Uptown Association. So just to let you guys know, Saturday, October 28th, as soon as you finish that nice 5K um, in our beautiful town and uptown, get some brunch after, and then come on over for some trick-or-treating, face painting, and art activities in uptown. Hashtag uptown Halloween. There will be a costume contest at 4 p.m. located at the grassy area location on Greenleaf Avenue. It's across the street from La Monarca and then right in front of the parking uh, garage. So the pumpkin patch is the name of ages 0 to 2. Oh my god, these names are so cute. And so ages 3 to 5 division, they're called the Little Goblins. Ages 6 to 9 is Creepy Critters. Ages 10 to 12 is Spooky Kids. Ages 13 to 17 is Monster Mash Teens. And ages 18 and up is the Zombie Crew. Again, this is being hosted by the Whittier Uptown Association. Go to whittieruptown.org for more information. And our next event on Sunday, November 5th, 2017, from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m., Ancient Yoga Studio, located at 8635 Greenleaf Avenue, hosts La Vida Verde Marketplace 2. The first one took place in the beginning of October, and it was a, such a great success that they are hosting another vegan, cruelty-free event. So be sure to make it there. Yoga and Reiki instruction will be available. There will also be an afternoon of music, food, and vendors, such as Taco Sin Karma, Mex, Vejan, Mex Vejana, Mex, Mex Veggie, I don't know. Um, vegan. I think it's Vegana because it's vegan. Vegana, casera, plant food for people, pinche vegan, and forking good cafe. Bailey's Juicery, Rocky's Frozen Yogurt, Devil's Donuts, and Twisted Fruit Sugar will also be sponsoring. Please RSVP to updates. There is no cost to attend. All ages are invited to come. Carpool is highly recommended. And bring your positive attitude to the event. If you need anything, please cheers and reach out to Veggie EK as they are the event organizer. So, um, that's all I have. And also, if it sounds like I have post-nasal drip, it's because I do. Um, I'm a little sick, 
so that's kind of why I would like to apologize personally why there hasn't been an episode for the last two weeks. Um, I really couldn't talk like these last few days. Last week I was a snot monster. Um, very appropriate, I guess, for the month. So, yeah, I, <laughs> I hope nobody was too mad. But if you have something you'd like us to feature in the community corkboard, tag us on Instagram. Check out our Facebook at What's Up Whittier or send us an Instagram at What's Up Whittier Pod at gmail.com. Also, if you like this podcast and think other Whittier townies would like it, recommend it to them. If you have a friend who has never heard of Whittier because, you know, it, hap- it happens. Whittier's a great town. More people need to hear about it. And it's our job as a community to get people to come and join us in our town. Um, that's why I invite my friends to Whittier. So we have a lot of exciting things coming up for the new year. And uh, we'd like for the whole community to join us for these exciting moments. So don't forget to subscribe or else you'll miss out. Alrighty, enjoy this episode. Also, uh, because I did miss two weeks, I'm going to give you guys a little treat. Um, So today is Sunday, which is a different day that we normally air. So, um, yeah, but keep your eyes peeled for Thursday. Because there's a special event going on this week um, for the What's Up With Your Family. So I'll talk more about that in our next episode. Take care, guys. Enjoy the weekend. And take it away, Jesse and Remo. What's up, Whittier? Hello, Whittier. What, what? Of course, we had a little pause there because Remo's the only one eating an ice cream bar. Here. Yeah, it's a really cold ice cream bar, but it's really, really good. <laughs> On a cold day. I, I know, right? Out of all days, it would have melted by now, but we were still going, going to town on it. That's right, man. That's right. So today, like every other week? Like every, every, every day or every week. Mm-hmm. Every day, every week, every day of the week, we've got a special guest, very special. <laughs> Whittier's best of the best special. That's what I'm, see, see you got it, man, see, he's only got it. Assembly Award getting special. I don't think we've ever had anyone that got an, uh, an Assembly Award. Not yet, you're the first. Great! Welcome. And with yeah. that, cool. that build-up, yeah. <laughs> with that build-up, we have uh, Michael... I'm going to butcher the last name, man. It's okay. I've been called worse. Sorrel. There you go. Sorrel. How do you butcher Sorrel? That's <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. You, you never know. If you asked first, you would have been, oh, Sorrel. That's easy. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for for having me, guys. Uh, it's it's a pleasure being here and can't wait to get started. So you're you're uh, with the MSF, uh, which is uh, Michael Sorrel Fitness is a studio. Yes. Or gym. What do you call it? Michael Sorrell Fitness, MSF, just for short. People okay. can remember it a little better. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, you're here in Whittier. You're, you're right on Whittier. You're, uh, see, I'm trying to think of la- uh, landmarks around here. What's, uh, I just, I just say Whittier Boulevard between Mills and Gunn, adjacent from the Toyota Whittier. Perfect. See, I would have gone for like right next to Joe Peeps and, uh, the <laughs> restaurants. <laughs> Keep passing Dunkin' Donuts and, <laughs> Have you gone to McDonald's? You're too far. <coughs> and we're here on, today at your site. Yes, yes. So we're here at this, we, uh, at the, you said studio or? Studio. Studio. So we're here at the studio. So you want to kind of guide us through what the studio would look like and maybe where we're sitting? And Yes. The best, basically, we're sitting right at the entrance of the studio. As you walk in, you see a lot of our before and after pictures. A lot of great clientele have improved their lives in many, many ways. 
So that's one of the first things I want people to see is that there's a possibility for each person to improve, not just physically but mentally as well. And we have our recognitions on the wall as well. I think that's very important to show not just for potential clients but also for our current clients because none of these awards that we've ever won would be possible without them. So those are all highlighted as you walk in and then you see pictures of my nephew, my cute nephew, more pictures of clients. And then as you walk into the main studio, it's where all the magic happens. And color changes to yellow and red and basically it's time to get started working. So I wanted a separate color scheme for each room. Exactly. So you can't step in there yet unless you sign up. <laughs> sign the waiver. Sign, the waiver, sign up, invest in your yourself and your family, and then let's get to work. Yeah. Now, here's a, just an off the wall question. Are all these people in the picture from the studio? Yes. They're all. And, you know, that's that's a fair question because so many of my colleagues, they'll find pictures of their clients at other states. Like, someone will steal their pictures online uh-huh. of their before and afters and use it for their marketing. Wow. And we don't do that. I mean, each of these individuals you'll see in class. So a couple of them you haven't seen, which I'm working on, but all these clients, you'll see them. You, you see it more with, like, the, the new app. app machines. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, this guy did this app for 10 minutes, but it's not like he did a lot of other things before to get those types of apps because I tried <laughs> yeah. it for 10 minutes and I didn't get those apps. So. And, yeah. and then that's one of our sayings, too, with our clients is these are real-life people, real mm-hmm. results, real life. These individuals have families. They work mm-hmm. full-time. They got kids. They got limitations they have problems like each of us do some are dealing with very serious health issues and with their kids and loved ones but at the end of the day they still come in they make time and improve not just their life but also everyone around them so what kind of uh, services that you guys offer here is it a boot camp type class is it is there more to it than that we do basically any any fitness programming you can think of. We train police officers. We train SWAT officers. We we have clients that are elite athletes, triathletes, marathon runners, all the way up to people in their 80s and 90s. So everyone in between. Boot camp, one-on-one, small group, anything that can help these clients. What we pride ourselves from other gyms and fitness studios is our ability to be able to train just about anybody. If if you've been released by your physician and you don't need to go to a physical therapy, we can we can take care of you. And my expertise is really post rehab. So someone who finishes physical therapy, most of them still have issues with a joint, knee, hip, lower back. We can take care of them while we can improve their health and fitness while still being careful with their limitation. So that's that's our expertise because nine times out of ten, everybody that comes in here will have an issue already. And that's just a fact. And so 
you know, fortunately, I've studied many, many hours to be able to do that. And my trainer, Adina, as well, I've taught her everything I know. So that's what we do. And what's your background in terms of uh, study uh, in the fitness industry or I started from the beginning. I mean, I have my bachelor's and master's in exercise physiology, kinesiology. I used to teach at Cal State Northridge multiple classes for two years. I, I've lectured all over the country when it comes to health and fitness. And my my projects have varied from working with older adults to athletes. I've also written fitness articles for the top magazines and publications in the world so i get interviewed all the time by men's health and i've written articles for them shape magazine washington post new york times so all those things combine it's just 20 years of just putting in the time and effort to continue to improve and that's to me that's the most important thing for a fitness professional is you have to continue to improve you got to go and continue to there's always something new you know, in in our industry, especially in our industry, there's always something new, new fitness toys, new technology that you have to stay ahead of the game, and that's that's what we pride ourselves in doing. Yeah. And now, after that 20 years of getting through all those articles, you're here at the Pinnacle, which is the What's Up Woodier podcast. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So we're here, and, <laughs> and you know what? I love. I love, like I mentioned on social media, I love talking to people from Whittier. Mm-hmm. And this is the city that I've you know, built a really great business. We've helped thousands of people in our gym, but also outside of the gym with all of our paid forward initiative events. So when I talk to people in Whittier, I'm very passionate about telling people what we do in the gym and also outside the gym because somehow, some way, I'm sure they've been impacted by a friend or a loved one from some of the things that we've done in the community over the last 11 years. Okay. We're going to definitely get to that because I know that's a huge thing that you, when we heard you at the, what was it, the YPN event, right, that, that you spoke at? Yes. Uh, as far as the layout of the gym, because I, I kind of peeked my head in there, there's a front section that looks like it's, it's just bikes. and then there's cardio. cardio. And then there's some punching bags. Just overall, how would you describe the, the studio? The studio is a huge open space to be able to work on the whole body. So we don't limit anything. We use a lot of unconventional equipment. As you can see in there, you can't, you you won't see a really an equipment in there as far as you know, bench press or, or anything mm-hmm. like that. There's nothing wrong with that, but I'm a true believer of using your the most important equipment that you have is your your body. So we use a lot of body weight exercises, mm-hmm. a lot of medicine balls, TRX stuff, ropes, things that people look at. They go, "What the heck is that?" I go, "Well, you're gonna have fun with this." So. Basically, I, I love the big open space area for gyms because people need to move. If, you, if you've been working all day in front of the computer, the last thing you should do if you're going to work out is sit somewhere again and pull and push. You need to be standing up. You need to move. You need to stretch. So that's, that's what we do for our clients. Jesse and I look at each other right now, <laughs> just a little bit, like, oh, turn, turn the torso a little bit, <laughs> wiggle our fingers. 
So in terms of the obviously the the I guess routines you go through, is there anything in particular that kind of sets you apart from other studios? Like, like uh, I know at one point boot camp was kind of like the thing, right? Like the what do you call like a uh, kind of military type boot camp? Um, is there is there anything you do differently, or 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 is there anything trending right now that you do, or you're kind of on? Or honestly, most workouts that are top notch workouts, top notch trainers all over the world. They pretty much do very similar things. What sets the top elite trainers are basically how they continue motivating and inspiring people that don't want to work out. That's what sets you apart as a trainer. You could be the best trainer in the world. You have the most knowledge. You know the best exercises. But if you can't motivate that 55-year-old mother of three who hasn't worked out in 10 years to continue working out, then you're not going to have a career in this industry. And so that's what sets us apart is majority of our clients, we have a great retention rate. Mm -hmm. And it's not just the workouts. We do a lot of community efforts. We do a lot of events that benefit our clients. We always have parties as far as paid forward parties. After an initiative that we do, we usually throw you know, just kind of a thank you party for our clients. We do hiking trips. We do we do many, many events together. And that's what separates us from many gyms that I know throughout the country is our ability to be able to motivate and inspire and educate our clients on a continuous basis. And that's important to me because it's, you're right, it's, it's, uh, if you're not motivated to work out that day, then uh, you're not going to do any, you're not going to push it, right? You're not going to push as hard as you should. And the the difference between a private studio and a commercial gym is really the staff and the trainer's ability to communicate with each individual. Yes, we have social media. Yes, you can send out a tweet or a message on Instagram and Facebook. That's a very general message. But you have to go to some clients individually to motivate them. Hmm. What Someone reads online can motivate 900 people out of 1,000, but those 100 are the ones that could potentially change your business. So that's – if I – through experience and just all my education, I'll know when that's the time when I have to communicate with a client individually. And that could mean just – and I call. I don't, I don't just text. And, and that's a huge, huge part in – being successful in this industry is the yeah. communication. Yeah. Well, once people know you care, I think that's the most important thing. Exactly. That's, that's when they push a little bit more, when they know that you're in the trenches with them, you're willing to call and willing to kind of take on that whatever burden that they might be going through. Most people, and me included, we yeah. all go through challenges in our life. And when you know that yet you have a good supporting cast, that mm-hmm. people will be there for you even at your lowest times, it makes you want to work harder, not just for yourself but everybody around you because no one's going to let you fail. Yeah. And that's the, that's the kind of atmosphere that we have built here throughout the years. And it's not easy. You know, it's owning a fitness studio, it's fun, it's great. But first couple years, we had some challenges. 
However, we push through it, and you just keep going. And now it's just we're like a machine, man. Yeah. What are some of those challenges that maybe you would have if, – if you were to tell yourself you know, back then when you're starting, hey, don't do this, do that? When I first a- started, I honestly thought that my knowledge and skill and awards, mm-hmm. degrees would get clients. Like I would sit in front of someone and say, look, there's no other trainer in Whittier that have a master's degree and that have won a national award. You need to work out with me. Okay, well, five out of ten people would sign up. The other five, I'd be like – the heck is wrong with yeah. these people so i had to take a step back and say what, it, what what am i doing wrong that i can't get those people to sign up well it was because i wasn't communicating with them i didn't really know what was triggering their motivation to want to get started as soon as i found that out which is was very early in my professional career that changed everything because then Sometimes I don't even mention I have my degree in these awards. I just ask questions, and as soon as I find out what motivates them and what inspires them and w- what their goals are, that's it. That's all, that's all I need, and that's all they need to tell me. And then later on I'll say, oh, by the way, this is what – these are the things that we – my qualifications. So that was the biggest challenge and it's not just me. I know a lot of trainers and fitness professionals that go through that. And so I, I help out a lot of trainers throughout you know, the country. And that's one of the things I really give them advice to is you got to talk to your clients. And that, I'm sure you guys own businesses and mm-hmm. things like that. You guys work with people. That goes with everything. Yeah. And I think that's a really strong thing. Once you realize when you're especially in a service-based business that it's not about you it's about them and their experience and how they um, you know, respond to it. That's the most important thing. Well, the first step of growth is realizing what you're doing wrong. And I tell clients that, and I had to tell myself that. Listen, until you accept the fact that you're unhealthy and overweight and want to improve, until that you accept that and you tell yourself that, you're not going to be able to move forward. So I had to tell myself, listen, you need to – change your your ability to communicate with clientele with potential clients and as soon as i recognized it i changed it i learned then the rest is history as they say very nice um that's uh some deep stuff right there because that's exactly. uh, yeah, that's all we pause right there and just exactly. let it let it marinate let, let, let it sink in yeah. right no, yeah. no, but you're right. I mean, I, I, for me, it's, I'm listening to what you're saying there in, in the words of... You forgot uh, we're on a podcast. <laughs> you yeah. know, we're a <laughs> I'm like listening to a motivational speaker yeah. here, man. But, um, you know, you had mentioned about, you know, those those 10 clients and how half of them are, are all about your qualifications and how your, your experience uh, would help them get to wherever they need to get. The other half kind of doesn't care about that at that moment. And for them, it's all about what am I gonna, how do, how am I gonna get there and to the results that they're looking for, right? Exactly. Kind of and how are you gonna bring me to those results that I'm looking for? Exactly. Yeah. And this is this is in many occasions too. I mean, you you go to a mechanic, you don't want your mechanic second guessing what. Well, yeah. let's hope that you trust your mechanic, right? Yeah. You go to your mechanic and you tell tell me what I need to do or what what needs to be done. 
I don't want to have to figure it out. You tell me. And then as soon as that communication is there and they tell me, then, okay, get it fixed. So this is really no different is when when I find out what clients need and want and what's best for not just themselves but their family, then I know for a fact I can help them. But you have to communicate. You have to get it out of there. Yeah. And some clients are very, very they – don't, they don't want to tell anybody because they haven't been asked – or they're afraid to. And so it's it's part of my job to get it out of them. And I always tell them, when you come in here, this is the beginning of you doing things that you might not want to do. Uncomfortable situations. Starting off by telling me exactly why you're here. Secondly, you haven't done any push-ups and squats in 25 years and I'm going to have, have you do it. That's going to be very uncomfortable. And then... The next day when you have to sit on the toilet and get up, that's going to be very, very, very uncomfortable. Do you have loner canes around here somewhere? Oh, yeah, that- we do actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so it that's starts. Probably, that's probably the, 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 the way you tell you had a really good workout, right? If you can't squat on the toilet. You can't take a poop. <laughs> one of my, actually, one can't of my get best up. lines, I tell clients, listen, if you can't scratch your own rear, you could say A- Something, then it's a great workout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. I mean, <laughs> yeah. and 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 they have to hear that. And I'm always honest with them. It's not going to be easy. I said, listen, how can it be easy if you haven't worked out in 10, 15 years? It's not going to be easy. But if you accept it, learn from it, and listen to our advice, hydrate, stretch throughout the day. If you could hardly get out of your bed, that's more reason to get out of your bed. Yeah. Because the longer you sit it, it's going to be that much more painful. So there's ways on how to improve the soreness, but it's not going to go away. Yeah. Embrace the burn. Exactly. And for me, it's... Be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, what I was getting at with the uh, what you were mentioning about earlier on how those you know those ten people half and half you know look for qualifications the other half are just more about you know having that discussion. Um, I think it applies to any business. Kinda yeah. Like you were saying, it's uh, I mean especially in mine when I'm looking at or get calls from somebody who's looking to do some work. Um, it's rare that I don't. Yeah, it's rare that I get the call saying, "Hey, what are your." What are your references? What What is your experience? What is your background? Have you done this before? Have you done that before? How have you dealt with the situation? It's usually more questions just to make sure that they get that trust level exactly uh, uh, built in that relationship. And then once they, they feel that there's that trust, then you can proceed into into that project or, or work or whatever it is, right? Um, but but again, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things where where it's very important. I mean, I think it's a good point for any new business to understand that, because because uh, you're right. I mean, you know, when, when I first started, it was all about like I gotta make sure that all your qualifications are in place, you know, and and, and your experience is shown, and uh, so whenever somebody comes in, you know, you're ready to kind of spit that out. But yeah. In reality, it's no not. one cares. And yeah, it's, it, it, well, they don't I care. I checked your references when I yeah. use you. <laughs> they never panned that button. There you go. And another thing too in this industry, an individual's health and fitness is a very private thing. Yeah. And sometimes even their spouses don't know. 
but I have to know their numbers. I have to know how much they weigh. You'll be surprised how many people haven't weighed themselves in years yeah. or take their body fat. They're very, very afraid. Yeah. And so they have to trust me enough to be able to open up and do that. Yeah, yeah. And there's been hundreds of times where after we weigh a, client, a new client, he or she cries because they can't they they look at me they go i can't imagine can't I'm, believe that, yeah. I'm 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 at that number and i go you know what it's just a reference point that's not where you're going to end up yeah. that's the starting point yeah so so i got this this um this running joke with my wife that um i'm i'm these since uh and even now i mean my whole life i've been at my uh, high school weight and she's all like, "No way!" Obviously, she gives me, you know. There's no way you're. <laughs> it's exactly. She says the same thing, but I I pull out my my driver license and it says I'm 152. <laughs> 152. 152, my friend. You're 152 right I'm now. I'm 152. You don't give, think give I'm 152? Give me the punchline. It's in my driver's license. Oh. <laughs> you stayed the same. You're, there's no way in hell you're 152. <laughs> yeah. It's like you chop off a, a two legs and <laughs> and your left um, arm maybe. No. So, anyways, I, I have an update updated my uh, weight on, on my driver license, but uh, <laughs> in my driver license now the joke is settling in, right? There you go. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those things where man, well, you, you almost dread getting on a scale, or, or you know. For, but that, you know that's that's the first step, yeah. and and honestly, the ones that and I tell them that before they even sign up, yeah. so I don't. I tell them everything that's going to happen before they sign up because I want them to sign up knowing all those things and are ready to go. And the ones that decline it, they don't improve, and we don't sign them up. Yeah. They'll say, Mike, I'll sign up, but I don't want you to weigh me. I go, sorry, you can go to another gym. Yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy that someone will be willing to put money, be willing to do that, but th- doesn't want to do something as small as just being weighed. I mean yeah. – you think they would part more easier with just giving away information, and, and that's a psychological yeah. reaction to some people that do that. Is they're they're afraid of what 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 it, not just their weight, but also where they're at as far as physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. And so, if you don't know where you're starting, you're not you're not going to know where you want to go. And so, I've learned that. Many many years ago, because I used to, I when I first started in the industry, it's like okay, let's sign up. We don't have to weigh you, mm-hmm. but the ones that didn't want to be weighed after a month are declining already, losing yeah. motivation. Yeah. yeah, when it's very difficult when there's no reference point. Exactly, you right. ha- you that have to, to know. I, I totally agree with that. Here's a crazy thing. I um, this was about a year ago, year year and a half ago. Um, it was time for me to renew my life insurance, and uh, they had to do a physical. Yeah. And uh, so they weighed me, and and uh, you know, one fifty-two. You, <laughs> well, you don't have to weigh me. One fifty-two. Uh, that's what I said. I, so I show you know, I put my documents down, and she's all like, "Oh, great! You're gonna qualify for uh, premium, uh, whatever, right?" And then uh, she goes, "But but we still have to send somebody out to do like you know the testing or screening." I'm like, all right, yeah. So of course they do all the waiting. Had wait. your son going. <laughs> <laughs> they have all the waiting and everything. So she came back and said, you know what? She she goes, uh, um, we're gonna give you a month. 
We're going to give you a month because obviously after they did the actual uh, documentation, they're like, uh, um, in order to qualify for the premium, you got to meet certain amount of weight yeah. and blah, blah, blah. So so she said, how about we give you a month and then uh, we'll, we'll do this test again, right? I'm like, all right, right. So I went and joined like a CrossFit gym, and which was the worst thing to do, by the way. Um, <laughs> I I came in and-, and No uh, comment. Right. <laughs> I, was at, I was like at one- I think I was coming in at 190, uh, 190, 195, um, and then when I when I went back the month later, I was at 210. <laughs> yeah, I was at yeah I was at 210 and and the Yoke, like, huh? yeah the girl's like what like what happened you know <laughs> I mean I I got I got really I mean I got thin and you know and and uh, well, I lost weight or I should say weight I lost I guess fat right and um, and she's like. Is this right? You know, like it, it, you really you, gained fifteen pounds in a month. It was huge, man. I mean, it was, I mean, to a point where like it was noticeable. You're like, man. I'm working out. I can eat anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and she's like, you know what? We're just gonna go back to your original weight. <laughs> I'm like, okay. We still I'll, have that I'll exam that. on file. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, man, she uh, she gave me, uh, you know, obviously I was able to still qualify for that premium rate because you know. I was, yeah. They do that whole measurement. So yeah. the what do they call it? The uh, BMI or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so based on that, I was still you know better than 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 I was before. So anyway, so that and, was. And uh, since then, you've gained more muscle. I gained more muscle, man. <laughs> yeah. More in like in the midsection yeah. area. Um, so anybody out there who's looking to, looking to lose weight, uh, do not join a CrossFit gym. No, just come <laughs> here. Just come here. <laughs> Well, there goes the interview process yeah. to some of the CrossFit gym yeah, owners. You know what? People often ask me about that, CrossFit. I have tons of friends that have CrossFit yeah. gyms. I personally, I don't – it doesn't relate to our clientele base, and that's yeah. who we cater to. Yeah. And so that's, that's, you know, that's usually my answer with a lot of these uh, these. I'll, I'll these tell articles. you something, though. Like, it's definitely um, – it's so my background is uh, I I did wrestling in high school and you know obviously I was a little bit more um, uh, involved with sports if you want to say that so for me uh, working out is a little uh, it, it's for me it's harder just having to do something um, like lifting weights and stuff like that as a routine related. yeah like like I need to yeah. be in motion right um, yeah actually moving so. Um, when when somebody told me about the CrossFit and, and again it was you were seeing a lot of more gyms popping up like that, um, I was like, man, it looks pretty interesting, you know. I, I got to check it out, and so I finally got the again the, the opportunity to do it. And for me, I you know I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because um, it, it's uh, it even though you're working out, it doesn't feel like you're working out. It's fun. Um, it's fun, yeah, and uh, it, it's very competitive. Which again, for me, I think that's you know coming from a, a, a sporting background you know you kind of need that competition um but but it definitely is not i mean it could be a lifestyle but it's a lifestyle kind of at least for me this is me looking at it it's more like of a of a hobby kind of if that yeah. makes sense and it has um, yeah i mean each each individual have their own if you want to do something that is sustainable it has to be something that you enjoy yeah. And so that's why when clients come in here and they'll say, Mike, I want to join your boot camp or do, get some personal training sessions, do I have to stop my yoga or Pilates or hiking, running? I said, no, you do not have to stop that because that's that's your passion. We're just adding on to to 
improving you. Yeah. So it's okay. And it works because it helps, you know, wh- whether you do Pilates or yoga or hike, walk, jog, and you come in here, it helps both both sides. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, like, again, it's just trying to keep it at least fun and, and she could be engaged for me that's always been the struggle i mean uh again i'm going i'm going back to my old high school days when you know it was a bunch of dudes you know five six of us that <laughs> we always go to my buddy's backyard and we're like all lifting weights and you know playing at football muscle fitness and magazines yeah and, and all that magazines. stuff yeah oh, yeah no, look at his yeah. arms yeah, yeah. just doing bench press and that's it. yeah, <laughs> yeah bench press <laughs> and curls um, but, but it was, I mean, again, it's, it was something that, you know, for me, it's, yeah, that's the only way to get engaged is to be in that kind of setting. And I'm pretty sure everybody, like you probably run into clients here who kind of need a different type of motivation to kind of continue to and go. And that's right? why there's days where I'll change it up. We'll go outside, yeah. we'll go to the park, we'll go hiking because it, it has to be something different yeah. once in a while. So it can't, right. it can't just be the same tedious workouts. And so... You can change workouts so so easily, but make it fun, yeah. make it competitive. Right now, we're doing a competition with teams within our clients, where they're in teams of three, and they have to they we track their weight every month as a team, and whoever loses the most percentage weight every month gets prizes, nice. and people love it. Yeah, yeah. Because they're working out on their own, they're motivating each other, they're going against each other, and so there's a friendly competition. But if you win, you get some good stuff. So, yeah. and you're doing it for not yourself at this point. You're doing it for your team. Exactly. So we do don't more. let we don't let they won't let each other fail. And so the teams that are doing really well, it's 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 really yeah. it's really transformed the studio. Yeah. Do you get to pick your team? No, I picked it for them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that was one of the biggest discussions, actually, when, when we announced it, that I was picking the teams. There were people who were against it. And what happened was, basically, I just said, listen, if I allow you guys to pick your own teams, there's going to be teams that are going to... Like all stacked, right? Like Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then there's going to be teams that if if one or two of you start faltering, then... No one's going to check them. The team is going to fail. And so it's my job with my years of experience and knowledge to put you in teams that I feel is going to benefit all of you. Yeah. And it's 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 doing well. Yeah. Very well. Very well. Nice. I, I would interview my teammates and be like, <laughs> do you really need to lose the weight? Why? <laughs> Tell me why. As opposed to the people that have very low motivation. It's like, yeah. <laughs> You're not going to pick And that was girl. one of the, my... That was one of the things, too, is my strategy was putting two people that were very motivated with uh, one yeah, not so motivated. Not yet, at least. Not <laughs> yet. Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. that's exactly it. And and it works, man, because, I mean, I mean, go again, going back to high school when we were doing training, it was you're in a group. You're a team. I mean, it, you're you're building you're building that that uh, team. Camerality. Yeah. Relationship. Right. Like, uh, um, you know, you're kind of all in it together. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, we used to have routines where, where we would have to do, you know, 50, 50 sit-ups and 50 push-ups. And, and uh, if there was a guy who, who didn't do it, you know, then everybody, else would, yeah, then everybody else would have to pick up the balance. And it was, it was, you know, times, you know, whatever, two or three, depending on how many he had left. And, of course, we're all, 
you know, pushing him to complete um, just so everybody else doesn't have to do it. But at the same time, it's so we could all kind of. Well, what I told our clients, too, is you're going to learn more about yourself the next few months while you're in this contest than if you weren't in this contest. Because there's going to be moments during the few months that maybe one of your teammates might not do as well as you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you might feel like they're not doing enough. So then that goes not just in the gym, but in the workplace, That's in right. a relationship. So it ru- it truly tests your your own personal, mental and physical ability. Yeah. And that's that's been happening. And fortunately, majority of our clients are doing well. They're communicating. And we do you know, monthly kind of seminars to keep them going. And I'm always, uh, you know, we have an app so I can send out mass texts and give them motivational kind of messages on how to just maintain it and improve. So how many teams are there? There's uh, 15. Wow, 15 teams. And then with this type of, are these people that will come more in the the group sessions that they'll partner up? Or is it individuals as well or... Group sessions. So what is your schedule for your your group sessions and then the individual stuff? Basically we have I have I have two two schedules. I have a morning schedule and an afternoon evening schedule. I take the midday off. I that's where I work out, I run my errands, I walk my dog, do all the, all my mm. relaxation. Mm. Ret- well it's never relaxation, yeah. it's returning <laughs> emails and yeah. things like that. But we have boot camp classes at 5 a.m., three times a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We have a 8.30 to 9.30, Tuesday, Thursday. And then we have evening classes Monday through Thursday, starting at 6 o'clock till, till 7.30. And we have a Saturday class at 7.30. So it's enough time throughout the week that if you, the individual, come in three, four times a week, whether it's in half an hour or an hour, you will see Huge improvements if you follow our nutrition plan, and that's key. I mean, we'll get into that in a couple of seconds. But um, in terms of of working out, like, what's the minimum for somebody that's getting out, out of what do they call it? Like, uh, from couch to to fit. Um, wh- what would you say the minimum to start off? Great question. Your fitness programming is based on what your goal is. If your goal is to just become healthier, Mm -hmm. meaning, you know what, I just want to be able to move, I want to drop my cholesterol, my, you know, my sugar level just a little bit, but I'm happy with being 20, 30 pounds overweight. If your goal is to just become healthier, three to four hours a week is fine. And that's, and that level of activity doesn't have to be high. It could just be walking, jogging here and there, hiking, swimming. So there's 168 hours in a week. So three to four hours a week doing some kind of activity, low, low, moderate to high level, that's health. Wow. Fitness, you got to add two, three more hours. So six to nine. If your goal is to, you want to do a marathon, you want to finish a Spartan race, you want to lose 20, 30, 40 pounds and decrease your body fat, that's the number of hours you have to do. Now, if you have to lose a lot of weight, 75, 100. I mean, we've had clients who've lost 100 pounds in a year and a half. Wow. Natural. And so 
when that happens, you have to you have to get going. Yeah. I mean, and it could just be low level, walking every day for at least 30, 40 minutes, and then you have to progress. So you cannot stay in your same situation. After 10 hours a week of activity, and that's just walking. Say you walk every day for an hour, hour and a half, and that's not just all at one time. It could be 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes lunch hour, and then 30 minutes at night. After a while, you don't need to walk more than that. You got to you got to increase your intensity level. Like stairs, something like that. Yes, or walk faster, do hiking, or come to Whittier's Best Boot Camp. There you go. Then all your problems will be solved. <laughs> and so in terms of so hours, and you, so you break down the hours, um, what does that mean with the, a program that, like yours? Uh, is that um, twice a week, three times a week? Minimum three. Okay. You have to come in at least three times a week. Five, the most. And we also encourage our clients to do things on their own, too, away from the studio. If you love hiking, we have clients who go hiking. We have clients that go to Fullerton Stairs. We have clients that jog. Do that. And that's, and that's added on to the number of hours that, yeah. you, that you can, can do throughout the week. So it's not just... One of the things that we pride ourselves too in the studio is educating our clients to be able to do things away from the studio, because ultimately we don't know whether you're going to be here for a year or five years. But if you learn something from us, oh, I remember Mike saying I need to work out this way or for this long. You could be anywhere in the world and still get the benefit still of, apply, yeah. of what we've taught you. It's like going to the dentist. You go to the dentist a couple times and you expect to have nice teeth, but it's the in-between visits or the in-between coming mm-hmm. to the studios that, uh, that makes a change in, in your life. Yeah, it, improve every day. I mean, that's what we – and that could just – and that could be during a rest day. If you – you can't work out every day, but you can improve every day by taking care of yourself mentally and physically, so – Improving every day is not just physical workouts. It's, it could also be mental. Yeah. yeah. So going into uh, having, uh, obviously, the more important, what do they say? Is it 80% uh, what you eat and then 20% actual physical? I would physical? say probably 90. <laughs> oh, 90? Okay. So it's high. I mean, it's a high number. Um, I just saw a post, uh, I don't know if it was today or, or yesterday, because obviously I follow you on Instagram, and um, you posted something where it said something like, uh, um, no matter how great of a workout or something that you have, it, it still won't beat uh, uh, a bad diet, right? Yeah, you um, can't out-train it. There you, you go, out-train a bad diet. There you go. You can't out-train a bad diet. And so uh, Jesse and I are trying to prove it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, I've already proved it, man. My, my driver license says I'm 152. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but, I mean, speak about it. I mean, uh, you know, everybody keeps saying, you know, it's, it's very important, but, but what – what part of it is important, and how how should you tackle that uh, uh, in combination with your your exercise? Great question. Ultimately, you have to make changes that's sustainable. That's how you're going to get long term results. If you do some kind of soup diet for a month, yes, you will lose weight, but you're not going to be able to sustain that. So, if you need to lose fifty pounds, ten pounds, five pounds, it doesn't matter. You have to make adjustments throughout the day and the week that will get you there. And it could be as simple as drinking a little more water, cutting back on wine, 
soda, dessert, beer. You cannot make drastic change and have it sustainable. Yeah. You cannot. And so with our clients, we usually ask change two things that that you can do tomorrow. Yeah. No, I mean it, it's big. I mean, I've I've gone through um so my 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 uh crutch, I guess, downfall. Is, uh, <laughs> my downfall is uh I love cherry coke, man. Yeah. Actually, before it was Dr. Pepper. Now it's I've been coming across Cherry Coke and and uh and actually if you got Dr. Pepper and Cherry Coke that might be it. But anyways, um how many it, Cherry Cokes a day? Right. Well, whenever I'm able to get it, yeah. Two um, a day? No, I'd say one big cup. So, yeah, I mean, you could spread it out. But uh but but again, just so I've given that up. Um and just by giving it up, I mean, just within the week you feel I mean, better. You, you, oh, well, not even that. My, my clothes fits, you know. Yeah. And uh, just it, it's such a sh- uh, such a small change, but it's a big impact. Um, and so again, just kind of thinking about how how you eat and and how you get a um, I don't want to say balanced meal, but but a healthy meal, right? Or healthier. most where where people have where people lose it, as I say, is. They take what they eat, and they don't really know the number of calories it is. And it never adds up to the amount of work that they're going to do. So we have clients, they have to count their calories. There's apps now that you can do that, input your food, and we give them a number that they cannot go over. And the ones that follow that, they improve. And you learn a lot about yourself because you go, wait a minute. A glass of wine is 160 calories. I just, you know, I can have two. All right? You can have two a week, but you can't have it every night. because Or a bottle. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And unfortunately, people will say, well, I went for a walk. Okay? 30 minutes. Okay, you burn maybe 180, 200 calories, yeah. right? That's like one taco. Yeah. Who eats one taco? I don't. <laughs> Why well, I do, I eat one at a time. So yeah. I'm sure. Exactly, right? <laughs> but one taco, two tacos, three tacos, <laughs> and then a margarita and then the chips and salsa. I mean, yeah. one meal like that could be three, 4,000 calories. Yeah. So you probably have to walk from here to Brea and back yeah. to burn maybe half of that. Speed walking, right? Exactly. So... Once people understand the, that, like, okay, I cannot do that because I can't – my exercise just won't catch up to it. I won't have yeah. time to – once they realize that, they see improvements. But like you said, you cutting back on that cherry Coke, yeah. that's a very simple yeah. change yeah. that you do not miss. It's not going to wreck your life. Yeah. Sometimes so, it feels like it, but yeah. <laughs> That's just a mental thing. Like after, actually, they've done studies where physiologically, after about four days, your body won't crave it anymore yeah, if you yeah, stop yeah, it. Yeah. And the rest is just—it's mental. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's like people that smoke. Yeah. A lot of them sometimes it's not a nicotine ad- addiction. It's like the it's social a habit, thing. right? The oral yeah. the oral fixation. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So this is no different. Like yeah. when clients say, "Mike, I I have to have my ice cream every night." 
I said, well, tell that to your scale. Do you need to have it? No. So once they start cutting it, they go, oh, you know, it actually, I don't, I don't need it anymore. Yeah, after a week, you won't, you won't crave it. But but and then so so going back to what you were saying about like apps and keeping track. So same thing like when I was you know uh, uh, you know working out more consistently, I was I was following up with uh, with an app that that kept track of all your calories based on what you're eating. And it's one of those games where like you know you're depositing money and then you're once you start working out then you're kind of cashing out and. And uh, and you're kind of trying to balance. <laughs> you went it out. broke. Yeah. Well, no. Well, no well, how, what is it? How many is it? Five hundred calories to that to equals a pound or thirty five hundred. Thirty five hundred. So if 30? you if you consume five hundred calories more than you should on a daily basis, yeah. you'll gain one pound. Yeah. There you fat, go. Yeah, yeah. A day or a yeah. week. Yeah. So that's so, four pounds a month, forty eight pounds in a year. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, wow. it was always uh, that's a lot. Well, actually, it's not a lot. I mean, you think about like an extra five hundred calories. That's an extra chicken sandwich. That's yeah. an extra. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's well, it's 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 not a lot if you're looking at how you're eating and yeah. obviously working out. But you're right. Once you once you um, like in my diet, like you know, you you're like, damn, that's a. I mean, just eating a um uh what was it? Were um, for like a, like a snack or something like that. You know. You would you would input it and it'll come up and it's like two hundred and fifty calories. You're like, is it worth those two fifty or, or maybe I'll swap that for something this, else? This, you know? is, this is the best example I give clients. Whenever there's something new that comes out, like a Starbucks drink or some kind of donut that's yeah. out, they'll I'll look at the the calories, okay, and I'll say, okay, this this donut brand new from Krispy Kreme, it's four hundred eighty calories, okay. Yeah. Now. Everyone can relate exercise to burpees, right? <laughs> you burn 10, 10 calories per minute of burpees. So that means that to have that donut, you got you to gotta do 48 minutes of nonstop burpees to burn that wow. one donut. So there you go. You want that donut? You better you better be ready to do forty eight minutes. Eat slow. <laughs> Have one bite, save it for yeah. like the next day. So suck on the donut. A donut a week. <laughs> so once once people realize that, they go, I can't even do a burpee. Exactly. So do you think your walking for thirty minutes can burn that? No. And so, I mean, it's harsh sometimes what what we tell clients, but that's really how they learn. Oh yeah, I mean that's the way it works. Really, I mean there's there's no. Uh, there's no other way. I mean, it's it's the way the the body functions, yeah. So uh, uh, now that was interesting. So let's talk about some of the stuff that you do. I know you do some Woodier Pay It Forward events and 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 items. And do you want to maybe share about that or talk about that? It's 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 the staple of our business. It's a part of our business. It's as important to me as helping clients lose weight and become healthier. To me, it's. We, I, as a fitness studio, we care as much helping people away from the studio than just in here. I grew up with not a lot. My parents, you know, they they did their best, and so I was I was in those situations where I needed to. I couldn't go to camps, summer camps. I couldn't go to sports camps because my parents couldn't afford it. I. You know, there were times when I, I would wear the same shoe for, like, three different sports. It was my parents, while my friends like, oh, look at my brand-new basketball shoes. I'm like, well, this is mine. Well, wasn't that – didn't you wear that football? 
Well, that's all I have. The I mean, multi-sport shoe. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a cross trainer. Yeah. So, growing up, luckily my parents really instilled, you know, even when we didn't have much, we still helped out our church, things like that, with our time and and effort and love and all those things. So I always told myself, once I'm able to do things for the community, I'm really gonna go at it. And when we started the studio. As I was mentioning to you, I our first toy drive, we had we raised sixty pieces of toys. It was like sixty seven. Last year, one of our toy drives, we did three total. One of our toy drives in Christmas, we raised fifteen hundred toys wow. and over two thousand dollars worth of gift cards. And it was all donated to Interfaith Food Center. So our paid for events, we just don't do it once a year. We do it multiple times throughout the year, and we do it every year. And our clients love it. Our clients feel good about it, and that's one of the things that sets us apart from other fitness studios, not just in Whittier, but all throughout the country. I, I mean, for me, I mean, I believe I'm a big uh, believer in karma, you know, it's uh it's and obviously it, it ties into also uh, believing in and paying it forward, um, for that same reason, right? That the you uh, you kind of come up in a certain way, um, being instilled those those kind of principles or, or those ideas, um, but at the same time not being able to have those resources, right? And once you get to a point where you're able to do it, you want to be able to give it back somehow, however it is, right? Um, because someday it's gonna come back. In return, not not that you expect it, but y- you know you 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 want to wish it that it does, um, just because um, it, it's it's more of a um, reaffirming that that what you're doing is something good, right? You're doing something positive, and so you want that kind of same positivity to come back. You never uh, go wrong with helping people, and yeah. it doesn't have to be in a grand scale. Correct. It could be donating your time for an hour on a weekend at a food bank yeah. or at a church. Fortunately, we've we're doing really well. We have unbelievable clients that are very giving. We have community partners that are great. And so, I take advantage fully advantage of that because I know as a group we can do so much more. Yeah. And that's really one of my motivation is to motivate and inspire and educate other small businesses in Whittier to pay it forward just a little bit more. And a lot of them do. I'm also a believer, too, is that, listen, writing a check, it's great. It's your money. You earned it. Write a check. You donate. But there's just something about getting toys for four to six-year-olds going to Target or the dollar store knowing that that's going to go to them. There's just something about that that we all love. And so when we have these paid-forward events, I'm the first one that will go somewhere. Like, you know, the holidays are coming. So we're going to do a huge toy drive and food drive for Thanksgiving and Christmas. I'm the first one. You know, a month before, let's get it started. I'll go to dollar store, I'll go to Target, spend money, buy a bunch of toys or go to, you know, get food. 
and I'll tell our clients, okay, it's time. This is what we're looking for, whether you donate one item or 50 items. So I accept the fact that I'm a community leader. I accept it that I'm the leader of our studio when it comes to paid for events, and, and it's fine to me. I don't, I don't shy away from it. I accept it. I love it. And fortunately, our clients love it too. So lead by example. That's, yeah. that's what it is. And and with you being such a big giver, you attract that in your life. You know, I I, I don't think you get a selfish person that's going to come in here and last, right? So I think the culture that you're creating of giving it resonates with the people that you continue to attract and keep. Th- that's great that you mentioned that because the ones that don't like doing that, the ones that don't want to be a part of something special, they just. Weed themselves out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And and it's great. I mean, I can't I can't thank our clients enough. It, all these awards that you see here, it's really a reflection of all of us. Adina, my my partner, she's been great all these years. She's been with me from the beginning. You need people that are motivated and inspired like you to be able to achieve what we've achieved and this year we're gonna pass most likely a hundred thousand food items we've donated the past 11 years in the city of Whittier and this is just and so I wanted to bring this up with our with the Whittier paid forward group that that I'm forming basically what what I want to do is inspire and educate all these other businesses to help not just us but the community so this holiday season i want to put out a challenge let's raise thirty thousand items for interfaith food center which is a local food bank they feed over 1400 families in the community and they're going to need it and so let's let's work together as a team as a group and help more people so just that Houston Strong initiative we had a month ago, we had multiple businesses help us by putting boxes in their in their business, and in ten days we raised eighty five hundred items for the people of Houston. Eighty five hundred. I mean, That's a lot of. I don't know if you saw on Instagram. I mean, we had. I rented a U-Haul, a fifteen foot U-Haul to to take everything to Chatsworth because that's what it needed to fit everything. Wow. And so, and that's just in 10 days. So what, what can we do in one month and raise food items for Thanksgiving for, for people in our community? I mean, the, there's no, there's no limit to it, but, but I love setting goals in the studio and throughout the city so that's the goal that I want is thirty thousand. And if we, if we, if our studio can raise eight thousand pieces, which we did a few months ago for Interfaith before the summer, in two weeks we could do thirty thousand with ten to fifteen businesses. That's that's not even a Mike. So how does someone get involved with with this challenge and with it coming up? How? What's the best way of going around? Basically, I'm creating a website, and on social media, I've been posting. It's called Whittier 
paid forward group. We already have we already have small businesses that are part of it. California Sports Nutrition, Map Management, Orchards, Fresh Foods, multiple other uh, the 6740. Mike's great over there. He's a huge, huge uh, supporter. I've had Fernando Dutra, who's the city council. He's supporting it. So I'm just going to put it out there in social media. If you want to participate, just message me, and we're going to get you. Basically, what we're going to do is a month before Thanksgiving, I'm going to get huge boxes from Republic Services, and let's just fill those boxes. Leave it in your, leave it at your business, and ask clients, your contacts, if they can donate one item or five items. It won't hurt. Yeah, yeah. And. I guarantee you it's going to improve your business because that's how we've grown every year the past 11 years. How many how many uh, clients do you have here at the studio? We have over 130 clients, boot camps and one-on-one clients. Wow. Yeah, putting one box in 130, you know, places, you get those numbers really quickly. Yes, and we have we have clients, we have multiple clients that have multiple businesses and yeah we we put it out there and they just they're very motivated and they see they see our passion in helping the community so they just come on board and also it makes them feel better like what you said earlier you're never going to go wrong helping people especially and i always kind of use these examples i'm never the type who's going to say why are you spending your money on that where you can do this i'm never that individual but just to put things in perspective, if people can spend $1,000 on a phone, you can spend $20 on 10 food items to donate. Yeah. Hear that, Jesse? <laughs> well, I'm not the one that, yeah. Or even 50. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's looking at you, man. Yeah. So uh, um, I guess before we, we wrap it up, um, do you have any – so you talked about your Pay It Forward event. Um, is there anything else you got coming up event-wise that you want to uh, talk about now? That's basically the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- Thanksgiving, we're going to do a food drive and a toy drive for the holiday season. Okay. And we're we're in talks with a couple of organizations where we're going to adopt families too. So it's not just donating items to the whole organization. We're going to actually get few families to that we can adopt and buy toys for their kids and buy you know turkeys and stuff groceries for the whole family so that's really our focus the next few months but also in the studio we're really motivated to get people in the studio not gaining weight during the holiday season so you gotta bust your butt we're gonna (laughs) we're gonna start this program really soon called the zero project Basically, you're going to give me 20 bucks, and if you don't gain one ounce during the holiday season, you get your $20 back. But if you do, then I keep it. We all donate it to something. So that's going to start during the holiday season. So we should just gain the weight now, wrap up. And hey, why not? <laughs> Hit that benchmark, and then <laughs> can I go? It's funny that was my trick in high school, man. <laughs> we, we used to get we used to get weighted wrestling tricks, huh? Yeah, we used to they used to do a, a, a beginning assessment 
and they test out your curls, your bench, your how many squats, and so you just don't do as well. I do, I do a hundred bench. I'm like, oh, that's it, I can't do no more. And then, like, and then the next uh, next be- month, you're yeah, benching three hundred twenty. They're like, that's a nice improvement. Of yeah. life. of course, it's like it's like it's all those muscle and fitness magazines that's that right. I've been reading. That's right, all those curls and those uh, bench presses where you kiss your bicep when you yeah. curl up. <laughs> you have to, man. Yeah. For the girls. But we're really pushing our clients to really, really, really kick butt till Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving, enjoy. And we have our Christmas party, our 11th annual Christmas party, and all each of you are invited. It's going to be the first Thursday of December, December 7th. It's going to be an awesome party. And we choose 11 of our top clients of the year. So every year we have clients of the year. So they're gonna they're all motivated to be one of them. Nice. So our eleventh year, eleven individuals, we're probably gonna have over hundred and fifty clients and friends in the in our party. And so it's gonna be an awesome party. It's kind of like the kickoff party for the holiday season. So we always do it during the week because on the weekends, it's tougher to get people. Right. And, and where is it at? Is it's it going to be here? here. We transformed the studio to a d- dance studio. I mean, we have, you know, we I get everything Put catered. Put my dancing shoes on exactly. and just start booging. Hey, you know, 2015, Dancing with the Whittier Stars champion uh, right yeah, here. We forgot so, to mention that. So dancing's always part of our parties. What go. kind and of dance? Anything. Okay. Latin dancing's my favorite. There you go. Jesse knows how to limbo or what is it called? <laughs> Cha-cha Zumba, or man. Zumba, Zumba, yeah. You did Zumba <laughs> for a while. Cumbia, Salsa, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. But we get we get Rudy Hernandez as a, our a DJ, DJ. And we just we just celebrate all of our clients' accomplishments. And in all of our paid-forward events, I give summaries of what we've done in, in the community. And people just love it. And you know we get a bunch of alcohol donated. I mean that's makes that, that I should have started there. Yeah, yeah, started and ended there, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's it's going to be great. So do, do you I, scratch off the calorie? Uh, no, that the night cater? there's no there's no counting calories because yeah. I'm certainly not going to be counting yeah. mine. <laughs> no weigh-ins. Yeah, exactly. No weigh-ins the actually, next day. Actually, that'd be fun, man. Weigh in as you come in and then weigh yourself as you go out. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> if no you If breaks. you dance for two and a half hours, you won't gain a weight. Yeah. That's really? the, oh, dancing's oh, that, dancing's awesome. Jesse, well, it depends. Define dance. Jesse's more like a shoulder throwing oh, yeah. his shoulder. <laughs> it's, it's just a little shrug yeah. in the corner. Jesse does it sitting down. He, that's how he does his dance. <laughs> With I a drink? Yeah. Like they say, man, I don't dance. I boogie, man. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh. So uh, um, last last question before we get into uh, the final wrap up questions, um, you're are you from Whittier? <laughs> we were talking about that. No, I actually grew up in Lancaster. Okay, high desert. Way out there. Yeah, yeah, way way out in the boondocks. And then I went to Northridge for college, and I ended up in Fullerton, and then I ended up here. Okay, just a transitional kind of thing in my yeah. life. I didn't like the valley after four years. Yeah. It was just too humid, too, too hot. And were, then, were you in Northridge during the quake? No, I, I was here. I was there the year after. Year after. So okay. the university was was a mess. I mean, there were buildings that were closed. Some yeah. of our buildings were 
or our classes. Because I saw the year that you finished, and it was it was ninety seven was a quick right or. Yeah, I graduated in 94. I went okay. to community college for three years. First year didn't count. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Most people's first yeah, year. Yeah, <laughs> 1.2 GPA. I was like very close to going to the military. Yeah. And, but anyway, so that's how I ended up here. It was just it was just kind of a transitional thing in my life. And I met people here, and that's where I am. That's what I was going to say. What kept you here? Is there anything? You know what? I mean – a successful business, people that I love working with. There's when people say when you love what you do, you're not gonna work a day in your life. That's truly me. I mean, you find me at seven p.m., five a.m. I'm gonna be as happy as it can be because I I really do love what I do and the people that I work with every day. There's there's always something going on that challenges me mentally and physically, and I love that. And communicating with great people, motivating people, educating people, yeah. not just in the studio, but all over the community, that's that's my passion. So it's not going to stop. Nice. Hit him, Jesse. Go ahead. So I'm going to – so these are the questions we usually ask all our guests. And yours are going to be a little bit more special and unique because, because we're in the fitness uh, studio here. So when you're, uh, you're trying to stay healthy and, and – uh, Keep your calories low. What's your go-to spot uh, locally to grab a bite? Nice. I have three. Give us the top three. Well, I'm not going to put one, two, three, but... No, no, just... Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> Randomly, here you go. Just uh, You know what? My my three favorite places in Uptown, Rusty Monk, Commoner, and the 6740. Okay. Those are my three. I also... That's yeah. That's probably much. Here, so, so what if I'm gonna go to one of those places and I'm gonna get something healthy? Healthy? Yeah, healthy. You know what? At the commoner, you the can water. Get the, you can <laughs> get the poke bowls. Those are that's those right. are those great. Are, those I don't get good. it with rice. I just get it with extra veggies. Okay. The forty, I get their turkey melt, hmm. no fries. Okay. One beer though. <laughs> Only I ain't one. Gonna get away from the beer. One big, and then big Rusty Monk. I just, I mean, they they have, you know, I I'm all about protein. So yeah. if they have some kind of, I love their uh, lamb burger. Okay. Lamb burger. I just eat half the bread. Okay. That's it, and another beer. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, I think that's the way I gotta start eating, though, yeah. man. Just you know, cut back on things. But still enjoy it, right? Yeah. Just have the beer instead. Yeah. yeah. Get your calories. Chew on your beer. <clears throat> Drink it slow. That's the secret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and oh. then uh, if something in Whittier, uh, if you were to bring something other than a fitness studio or maybe something you think is missing in the in Whittier, what would you like uh, to see here? Missing or what I would like to bring? Bo- both. If If I didn't own a fitness studio, I'd probably own a bar. Hence the beer comments. Right? <laughs> I just love talking to people. Yeah. I, to me, that's 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 how you grow as a person. Continue, never gets old because each conversation is different. Mm-hmm. And I think having a bar and just talking to people, I, I'd be the bartender, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and or therapist, right? Whatever. Yeah, you exactly. Call. Whatever you want. <laughs> and ideally, if I. Won the lotto, I'd have a fitness studio and a bar right next to each other. I just, yeah. I just buy a freaking hundred thousand dollar, you know, hundred thousand uh, square foot facility and yeah. 
and have half and half. <laughs> see, see, I think I think you hit it dead on, man. I got the next uh, fitness craze. What is it? Is drink? No, work out while you drink. <laughs> I've seen that. And then the toilet's right next to you, so you can yeah, just. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you've seen up. that where they have that contest where you have to drink a twelve ounce beer and then you run a lap. Yeah. And then you you see if you can finish a mile, four laps, drinking four 12, 16 ounce beer. It's not a good idea. I, I'm thinking more like if, if there's a way you could incorporate beer drinking with your fitness routine, like. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, like you got to, you know, this week we're going to give you uh, three sessions, and those three sessions we're going to pair them with a nice uh, you know, light beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like food pairing, right? Like just, no? You should be a writer in the fitness magazine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see a career for you in that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, if you drink stouts or IPAs, you have to do these exercises. Yeah. If you drink Bud Lights and Corona Lights, you yeah. got to do the yoga over there. In there the you go, man. I, I, think, I think that's a, a new one, man. Yeah, that's, that's definitely not happening. Yeah, no. <laughs> but I'm I'm very happy with you know uptown. There's a lot of great places to go, and the breweries coming. That's going to be awesome. I'll I'll be there. I'll I'll, I'll be seeing a lot of <laughs> yeah. my clients there. I heard he has a a little space in the back that that he might want to look into turning. Hey, why into a studio. not? You interested? <laughs> why not? <laughs> You're like just give me a give me a, a just long as I get wall. free beer somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Your own draft. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's funny. Awesome. So so what else? So is that what you, what's uh, if you had the opportunity to bring something for you? Oh, yeah. I mean, in terms of uh, overall citywide, that's that's missing here. What would you say? Like like something that you you're like constantly either driving out or or, or going somewhere else. Uh, you know what? I'll be honest with you. Just the past four years, I've I've really stayed. Whenever I go out with friends or friends that come and visit. I stay in Whittier a lot now. Mm-hmm. Before, I used to go downtown or Brea or Fullerton. Mm-hmm. Now, there's really so many things you can do here. So it's not just limited to just bar. But again, it's the people that why I go. I mean, you, you know, you can you can probably, you know, you can argue that there's some really, really good food in downtown L.A. But why go there if you can talk, to, have great conversations with people at Rusty Monk? Yep. And have a great beer and food. So why, why are you going to bother going to downtown? Yep. So that that's I I really I really enjoy it. So I don't. There's really no reason for me to go anywhere else. Very cool. Well, let's go get some cheeseburgers and some beer. Or what? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that's the key right there. Yeah. I'm going to ask you one more question, just because it's uh, it's you. If if you if there's somebody out there listening who's been on the fence about trying to get fit um, or change your life, uh, what would you, what motivational uh, piece of advice can you give them? You just got to get started, whether it's with us or something else or s- with someone else. Ultimately, my mission in life is to motivate, inspire, educate anyone to. Adopt a healthier lifestyle, whether it's with us or somebody else. Just get started. Ultimately, that is the number one step. So if that means going for a walk tomorrow morning or in the afternoon or during your lunch hour, get started. And as you adopt a healthier lifestyle and you and you start recognizing that you need people to help you, then that's where we that's where we are. That's that's all it is. I don't expect people to come here right away because first and foremost they have to get started 
mentally. So once that happens, whether it's with us at LA Fitness, that's fine. But they'll find their way here if they really want to see results. There you go. Awesome. How could people find uh, – maybe give us your address, your social media handles, and phone number? MSF Whittier. That's my Instagram account. And then you can search us on Facebook, Michael Sorrell Fitness or Michael Sorrell. And we're on Whittier Boulevard between Mills and Gunn. You'll see, you'll see our MSF's Michael Sorrell Fitness sign right below the fabulous cakes and frosting supplies. <laughs> Which you're not associated with, obviously. No, we actually have a calorie counter right next to the window <laughs> of where they are. So when people walk next door, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you, you, were, you were like, really? Yeah. Where is it? I've never got it. <laughs> and so if somebody wants to uh, come in and, and obviously check out your studio and, and uh, get in touch with you, what's the best way? I mean, is there the, a- the best way is contacting me through social media or my phone number, 714-306-9002. Text me, call me. Let's set up an appointment for a consultation. That's what it takes. And if you want to know more about our programs, just watch our social media. I, okay. I'm always posting stories, videos, so you'll really, really know what we're about. Yep. Not just the exercise that we do, but also the people that you're going to meet in here. Yeah. That's going to potentially change your life. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Yeah, I appreciate each of you. Thank you so much. It's been great. Awesome. And we'll see you at the at the, uh, at the bar. <laughs> at the bar. <laughs> no, at the pay for it event. Thank awesome. you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Producer Christine here. So as you heard with the Pay It Forward group, um, you know, just make sure you check out these awesome small businesses in Uptown. So, um, unfortunately, a member of the MSF Fitness um, or the MS Fitness family passed away. And so Michael Serrell took it upon himself to um, meet with five other businesses to have a five-gallon bottle in their place of business to help with the hashtag MSF Pennies for Hope Challenge and raise money for Maddie's Closet. So, Um, This organization is to help children and their families battle pediatric cancer, which was a cause really important to the deceased. So check out the following places, the 6740, Melrose Vintage, Cielo Beauty Bar, Couture Salon and Spa, and Back Body and Mind. Each provide an awesome service to their customers, clients, and patients, but also give back to their community. To MSF Fitness, that is what makes a small business very special. So please, guys, get out there, support, and, you know, just get all your spare change out there. Alrighty, take care. Bye.